0: Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Lakeisha James. Lakeisha James is a corporate event planner, set designer, mentor, author, and the Atlanta chapter leader for World Woman Conference and Awards. Welcome to the show, Lakeisha. Hi. It is an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you are from? I am from Atlanta.
1: Yes. You know, it's so many of us that migrated from different parts of <laughs> of, it, um, of the United States. I'm from Atlanta of Georgia Peach. Of course, as um, Gigi has stated, I am the Atlanta chapter leader for the World Women's Congress and Awards. I am also a mentor and author. Um, I do set design for two plays, well, for films and plays. Right now, I'm currently working on two films. One is called Zulu Blood, which is about a Nigerian guy falling in love with an American girl. And then also in is about teen and family domestic violence. And last year, I was awarded 2019 recipient of Who's Who of, to, um, Who's Who of Urban CEOs for the CEO of the Rise Award. And I also sit as executive director to a 501c nonprofit located in California. Some like kind of like all over the place right now.
0: Absolutely amazing. Now, tell us more about your every space is unique and you make it your own principle.
1: Well, for me, like me being an event planner, I love different spaces because, you know, spaces are just different. You have to walk into a room and visualize it. You have to make it your own. Because, you know, me being an event planner, I love creativity. I love what I do and I love engaging with my clients. So what they visualize in their mind, I bring it to life. And after I bring it to life, they're excited. Then, they, you know, they empower me for another event. So I definitely like to create that space, that unique space because every space is different.
0: And speaking of events now, you and I have collaborated on several events together, <laughs> such as the domestic violence um, panel, and also the sexual assault survivors panel. And upcoming up is the breast cancer survivors panel. So I would definitely recommend hiring Lakeisha <laughs> as your Absolutely. event. Planner. Yes, <laughs> We've been on the move. Yes, the love it. I love it as well. Now tell us more about your without God, I am nothing principle.
1: Well, you know, me, you're like every other kid in this world. We grew up in church, of course, and that's all we know. So for me, um, of course, I you know, life happened. I got out of church, got into some trouble, but at the same time, God always had his hand on me. He always had a purpose for my life. So with everything that I do from when I got saved, again, as an adult, because I got saved as a child, but when you get saved as an adult, it's just different. You have that different, that intimate relationship with God. And everything that I do in life, be it, you know, because like I said, life happens. I cannot do anything with God. Everything that I do in life, when I wake up in the morning, I thank him. Before I take on a client, I ask him about it. I pray about it. Everything that I do, he's actually given me everything I need to be successful because without him, I'm nothing. I'm just a living flesh, you know? So without him, I'm nothing. He gave me everything I need to succeed.
0: Amen. Now, LaKeisha, tell us more about what got you
1: interested in event planning. Actually, I did my first event in 2009 for my brother. And that was a reception for he and his bride. But not that I know, like years later, I would actually invest in my own business. But it wasn't social events. It was actually corporate events. Because when I initially started my business, I wanted to do social events. Because, you know, it's fun. You know, birthday parties, weddings, and all that. So when I started my business back in 2017, one business contacted me, then another one, then another one. I said, oh, so I guess my niche and my specialty would be Corporate events, and you know, corporate events is where the money is. You know, to get you get them one year, they'll continue to hire you year after year. So it's repeated client and repeat repeated money.
0: Absolutely amazing. Now, tell us more about your company, Designer Events by LaKeisha.
1: Yeah, so Designer Events by LaKeisha, um, like I said, I started in two thousand seventeen. <clears throat> and we specialize in corporate event planning, event design, and set designer for films and plays. And I also do a little bit decor. I am also an interior designer. So initially, when I started my business, I kind of collaborated the two: interior design and event planning. But this year, since the pandemic started, I need to separate it. So uh, we are created by the Better Business Bureau with an A plus credit rating, which a lot of companies love because a lot of companies want to know that confidence in that in that you know that event planner that they're hiring in their business. So that's basically what we do. And like I said we've been in the business for three years my fourth business verse will be in March 21st 2021 so I'm planning on doing it big because four years and then coming out of the pandemic I don't know it's been, I've been scratching my, scratching my chin' like I don't know if I'm gonna make it because I'm a small business it's just me right now but I outsource you know with independent contracts when I need additional help but it's a small business and I just you know I just thank God that he has allowed me to continue to bless you know my clients as well to be a blessing to myself and my family. So I haven't had a, a nothing going on with my finances. So that's the great thing with this pandemic. So I had to switch, you know, just pivot gears with the filming and the play. So that brought us some extra money. Then, of course, my, my book that's coming out in January, I'm a first time author. So it kind of, you know, filling the gaps with the money kind of lacking with the pandemic. So I'm excited about that. Amen.
0: Congratulations. And our sister here, Roslyn, says, congratulations. I love love it. Thank you for listening in today, Roslyn. We truly appreciate you. Now, Lakeisha, tell us more about your experience as a chapter leader for
1: Atlanta for World Woman Conference and Awards. Well, you know, it's initially I was I've been a part of the organization since last September. I was initially brought on to plan the event. Initially, it was supposed to be for twenty five hundred people over seven continents hundred countries but since the pandemic started we kind of doing it in different chapters you know different states and then the regions um but of course i'm the Atlanta chapter leader what i do is i run the Atlanta chapter <laughs> i have a team <laughs> under me um i you know i recruit people that want to be a part of the chapter you know with the world women's Congress and awards who are a global women empowerment organization uh, we start out with three now it's like over 200 people that believe in the mission and vision and of course i'm um, a shout out to ragna Senika. she's the founder Um, Love her to pieces. Um, I've been tagged to her hip since the beginning. And, you know, it's just amazing to be a part of an organization where we can support each other, believe in each other, encourage each other, uplift each other and also learn from each other. Because the networking opportunities are amazing. Like I met my sister Gigi, you know, she's a Florida chapter leader. So uh, the networking is is limitless. Um, You can meet a lot of people. Um, Of course, the people that you're in the same space with, you have to pay thousand dollars for. So it's very important to be a part of an organization that you can learn from. Coaches, mentors, educators, entrepreneurs, you know, it's a lot of people that's a part of this organization. And it's not only for women, it's for men, too. So definitely, man, if you're interested in being a part of a global movement, definitely look us up. Amen.
0: I love it. Now, Lakeisha, tell us more about your book, Wake Up Winning, Volume 2.
1: Well, you know, I like to say that everyone has a story. Everyone has a story. What's yours? So with this, it's just um, a lot of um, African-American men and women coming together, just showing their, just sharing their experiences about what we go through life. Because what we go through life doesn't determine who we'll become. And let's just let you know, everyone has a story. Everyone has a story, be it bad, be it good. But everything that we go through life is necessary. It's necessary. And it's just it's a part of the process to keep us going to the next level, you know, just to be just to um, stay on track to see what God has for us. So it's basically about, you know, just we coming together just sharing our experiences and uplifting to let everyone know that they're not in and alone.
0: Amen. Now you mention God often, uh quite often in the, in this episode as well. Now, tell us more about how important your relationship with God is to you. You
1: know, I um I've been uh, I've experienced a lot of things in my life and the only person that was there for me was God. Um, I have an intimate relationship with him. Like I said, I don't wake up without thanking him because I could be another, I could be somewhere else. You know, um, this past, actually a week ago, I was in a car accident. It could have went totally left, but I don't think I came out, you know, my back and my neck hurt, but it could have went totally left, but God still had his hand on me, you know? So my belief and my faith in God is just tremendous. Um, I, Like I said, I wake up, I pray, I read my Bible because what he thinks and the path that he has on is very important to me because it's not about me. It's about me giving back to the community. It's about me touching lives. And it's about me satisfying him because at the end of the day, when I'm face to face with him, I want him to say, well, and you know, dear and faithful servant. That's what I want to hear from God. I don't want to disappoint him. So my thing is just continuing to just follow his lead, you know, because his will is not my will. I just want to be, I just want to be in the will of God. So it's very important to me for that relationship mm-hmm. for me to instill. I,
0: I also and my children as well. Amen. Now, for the audience that's listening, how important
1: is it to listen to him? It's very important because you have to be obedient. Because, of course, if you don't know, you don't know. But if you do know, you definitely need to be obedient. You have to listen. You have to be sensitive when God speaks to you. And you know his voice because you've heard it before. So you definitely have to be obedient because if not, Everyone that's a Christian knows what I'm talking about. If you're not obedient, something will happen. That's
0: Right, you must be obedient. Great point. (laughs) Thank you for raising awareness about that. Now, Lakeisha, tell us more about some of the projects that you're currently working on.
1: Right now, of course, I'm working on the um, project with you, which we'll have on Friday, the breast cancer event. Um, Also, I am working on a film, Save Menina, like I said. We're actually in pre-production. We'll start filming on this Saturday. My daughter's in the background, I'm sorry. She's doing
0: a cameo for us.
1: Hi, honey. <laughs> <laughs> right. So those are the two um ones I'm working on that. Then I'm heavily involved in the nonprofit that I told you about that I'm executive director for. We have a new year coming up, so I'll be heavily involved in that in 2021. And then of course with the World Women's Conversation Awards, heavily involved in that. Uh, we'll have our live event in March, and we have like many events every month leading up to that main event. So very heavy on a lot of things right now. And I like to stay busy. I love it. Now, tell us more about what gives you happiness in your life. First thing God gives me happiness, because I know every morning I wake up is because of him. Mm -hmm. Um, My children, of course, um, gives me happiness. I do have a five-year-old. I have a 22-year-old. She's in college. Those two give me happiness. And also what I do on a daily basis, just by being able to give back to the community, um, to teach the next person that don't know. Um, And then also to learn from the person that has been where I am and just to find out where they're going, what they did different, you know, to, for them to be successful. So those, I think those are the top three things that makes me happy.
0: I love it. Now you have a question from our audience. Roslyn here says, I can act, need actresses. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Now, what is she referring to there?
1: <laughs> Probably the series that I'm about to start working on, Saving Nina. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, that domestic violence miniseries.
0: Speaking of domestic violence, now tell us more about your experience that, you, that you, you shared with us during the panel, of course, but tell us now for the audience that's
1: listening, what you had well, over you know, um, The first time I shared it was on Gigi Show, of course. Um, I shared a little snippet of, um, on the Texas chapter when they had an event, I don't want to say last month, but it was the first time sharing my story. Um, I suppressed it for so long and it became where I was because when I was in that domestic violence relationship, I didn't have control. And I was in that relationship for four years. And it became part of me. When I said it became part of me, I became a control freak because at that time I didn't have control. And I vowed to myself with every situation, with every relationship that I encounter, I have to be the one in control. And I had a lot of felt relationships because of that. And now it's like, I know me going through that now is my story to share with someone because a lot of people suppress what they go through, be it domestic violence, be it addiction, be it alcoholism. A lot of people suppress what they go through, but at the same time, you have to raise your voice. You have to open your mouth and not be mute about it because your story can help the next person. And that's what I decided to do. And I was wondering a few weeks ago, actually last month, I was like, God, you opened up these doors to me. I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. You know, I just don't, you know, and, you know, he just made a way for, you know, he's building a platform even before my eyes. It's like, I don't know what he's doing in the background. He's doing something wonderful. But I need to share my story because it's not for me, for someone else. And it's necessary for me to go to the next level where he has me going. Amen. I'm not not afraid to talk about it. It's like, hey, you talk about it, you heal while you're talking about the more we talk about it, the more we heal.
0: That's right, and even the survivors event, you know, the panels that we're having, the events that we're having, it is a healing process for many and so empowering. And I really commend you for sharing your story. You, you are truly helping people. Now, during the global virtual retreat, I recall you sharing for the first time, you going through a stillbirth. I know that was very difficult for you, but you, you shared that story because you wanted to help people. So for the audience that's listening today, can you share that story with us today? Absolutely, absolutely.
1: And uh, forgive me if I get emotional, I'm still healing. And I thought I was healed, but I'm not. (laughs) But um, back in 2012, I got pregnant. And the pregnancy was, I had complications on the pregnancy. And of course, it was one day that I didn't feel my baby move. Other than that, she would always move. I I would know her most active periods, her less active periods. We bonded. I loved her. And of course, I was older. I was 35 when I got pregnant. Of course, I was a high-risk pregnancy anyway. But then um, at the fifth month, I found that I had gestational diabetes where I had to check my blood every month, which my blood was fine. Um, so, of course, December. All of a sudden, I didn't feel a move. And of course, a mother knows if you've been pregnant, a mother knows what's going on with her child. Um, and then, of course, it was two days before Christmas. I didn't feel a move. So i was like, ah, what's going on? So of course my fiance at the time he was like well you know she just you know being getting ready to come into the world blah 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 but me and my heart i knew she had passed on and then the ironic thing was during my pregnancy i had this feeling that i was going to pass but it was my baby had passed but i lost her december 26th the day after christmas um i had went to the doctor i didn't feel a heartbeat they tried to find a heartbeat they couldn't find it they sent me to the hospital well, you know they're doing all these tests and all this trying to feel her um fetal heart trying to find her fetal heartbeat they can not find it my fiance made it in time enough for the doctor to come and tell us that we had lost our baby and i wasn't able to find out exactly why she passed until i actually had her now i didn't want to have her because i felt so connected i was hurt but at the same time i know god doesn't make mistakes <clears throat> and not once did i blame god he had a reason for taking my baby And then, of course, I didn't want to see her. But then as I thought about it, I said, "Okay, I do want to see her. I want to spend time with her. So I spent time with her. I held her, looked in her eyes. And you all looked at her, looked at her. Um, Her skin was pale. You know, she had blood. And she was just, like, not moving, not breathing anything. And I'm looking at her, like, open your eyes, see something. It didn't happen. And then, of course, I looked on the right side. And she was missing an ear. I think it was her left. Yeah, her left ear. She was missing the left ear. And then I was like, well, I don't know why God took my baby because, of course, with me being a mom, I would have cared for her with the birth defect. You know, we love our children in spite of, despite of, you know, because we're mothers and we're nurturers. But I said, okay, well, maybe that's the reason why He took her, because I know, like I said, God doesn't make mistakes. And where I am now, with you know having to take care of my baby with that birth defect, it would have hindered me from giving back to the community, giving back to the world like He wants me to. So with me sharing my story is giving me healing and I understand now why. And of course, I didn't lose my thing. I'm not only gonna to touch different platforms, I'm gonna to touch different people because of my story. So I'm excited about that now, but at that time it wasn't exciting for me at all.
0: Amen. So for the audience that's listening that may be going through the same thing right now or have gone through it, what's your best piece of advice to, to them to never
1: give up? Just to heal, give yourself time to heal. and. Just don't think this is your fault. It's not your fault. Give yourself time to heal. Nurture your existing relationships. And just, you know, give yourself time to heal. That's all I can say because, you know, we heal differently. We heal at different times, but definitely give yourself time to heal.
0: Amen. Thank you for sharing that story with us, Lakeisha. It's, your story is very powerful. Now, was there a time in your life journey where you experienced an aha moment? Ah, every day of my life.
1: To do something different. <laughs> we'll pick up the yeah. My aha moment was when I first started doing set design. I was like, huh, it's kind of similar to running. I said, aha. And then, of course, I know a lot of filmmakers. So um, I have connections with that. So that was one of my aha moments. And then another aha moment was having to another industry where I can make money. Because this pandemic got people on anxiety, tensions are up. People losing money. People don't have money. People closing businesses. It's like you know what? I need to find another stream of income. Those are my aha moments. My recent aha moments.
0: Anyway. Right now, you mentioned a pandemic and your business, so you had to pivot, correct?
1: Absolutely, I pivoted to virtual events, and then of course with the film and plays, um, I also started doing that as well. And then of course with me being an author, I was author, I was able to do that during the pandemic as well.
0: Very good. I love it. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Just be
1: happy in all you do. Like I say, everything you go through is necessary. It's part of the process. You have to accept it. You have to activate it and walk in it. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to take risk because you will never know what that risk will get you until you take it. Do not be afraid. And of course, if you're afraid, It's the reason why. If you're afraid, you need to go ahead and do it because it's a blessing that's going to be after that. It's going to be a blessing coming. So if you're afraid, still go ahead and do it because you never know what's going to work until you do it. Amen.
0: Yes, ma'am. Now, we have our breast cancer survivors event coming up on Friday
1: here. Can you share that with the audience as well? Yeah. So we'll be having a breast cancer event on Friday at 10 a.m. I think it's like, what, 10 or 11? I want to say speakers that will be presenting their stories um, on their surviving breast cancer. It's Some amazing speakers, presenters that's going to be there. Um, I hope you guys do tune in because we put the link out on Facebook and I put it on all my social media platforms. So we hope that you guys attend because their story will help the next person. And if you haven't experienced it, I'm sure you know someone that has experience and that's a survivor of breast cancer. So definitely make sure you be in the house on Friday. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time.
0: Hope to Thank see you there. I love it. Now Rosin says, "Do it scared." That is right. How important is it to go right ahead and fail? It's okay to fail. It's okay to fail,
1: but to get it's okay to fail. Yeah, it's okay to fail because you have to fail before you succeed. Because you never know if it works unless you fail. And for me, failed is not an option, but it is an option because I'll never know if I succeed in anything if I don't fail. If I don't fail it, and that goes for anybody. If you're scared and if you're afraid, yeah, it's like you're doing something right. Just go ahead and do it. See how it works. If you fail, who cares? Do it again or find something different to do. Amen. And now how important is it
0: to maintain a positive attitude and mindset and have that resilient mindset?
1: (laughs) It's very important. But of course, life happens, it gets hard. It gets hard. But it's definitely important to have that uh, positive attitude because if you don't, you can call yourself to go in deep depression, um, be in a space where you don't wanna be. And then, of course, you're in that space, you don't know how to get out, you'd be in that valley. You definitely don't wanna be in that valley. It's very important to try your best to maintain that positive attitude. And then, of course, we always have affirmations that help you keep that positive attitude. And then, of course, my sister Gigi, last, it was last week, no, two weeks ago, she had us saying affirmations. And you have to say that. You have to say that. Because it helps, it really does. And it and makes you feel it, you have to feel it. When you said you have to feel it. So definitely affirmations, positive mindset. You gotta be resilient. Don't Amen. stop, don't be scared about it. Just go ahead and do it. If you fail, it's okay. We all have failed. And like I said, everything we go through in life, it's a process. Us being a business owner, it's a process. I thought mm-hmm. I was gonna fail, but you just have to be resilient and persistent and it definitely off.
0: Amen. And how important is, it, is prayer?
1: Oh, my God. Prayer. So important. So important. Like I said, I pray every day. And if I don't pray, I feel bad. So definitely lay everything that you have to God. And he will definitely answer prayers. Prayers do work. He does hear your prayers. Very important. Very important. And that's my foundation of me as a person, of me as a woman, as me, um, as a mother, a business owner. That's my foundation is prayer. Because like I said, without him, I'm nothing.
0: Amen. Very powerful. Lakeisha, thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. I appreciate you.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me, Gigi. You're welcome. Now, where can the audience find you, Lakeisha? Oh, they can find me everywhere. I'm in Atlanta. Of course, if you're in Atlanta, look me up. <laughs> um, you can find me on all social media platforms, Facebook, Lakeisha James. My business, Facebook is Designer Events by Lakeisha. Instagram, Designer Events by Lakeisha. LinkedIn, Lakeisha James. Twitter, Design Plan For You. My website is www.mydesignerevents.com. Yep.
0: That's how you can yeah. find me. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Lakeisha at mydesignerevents.com. And Lakeisha, thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. I appreciate you. You have a blessed day. <laughs> it's always a pleasure to see on platform with you, Point. Likewise. <laughs> you, right know. Now. you too.